Hello everyone and welcome to Transplant RPH, your go-to podcast for all things related to transplant pharmacotherapy. I'm your host, April, a transplant pharmacist. And in today's episode, we'll be diving into the world of tacrolimus, a powerful immunosuppressive agent commonly used in transplant patients. We'll talk about its mechanism of action, pharmacokinetics, available product formulations, adult uh, labeled indications and dosing for kidney and liver transplantation, dose conversion from immediate release to extended release, administration, and potential side effects. Let's get started. Tacrolimus is also known as FK506 is a macrolide immunosuppressive agent. Its primary mechanism of action involves binding to immunophilin FK binding protein 12 or FKBP12 in T cells, which forms a complex. This complex inhibits the enzyme calcineurin, preventing the activation of transcription factors such as nuclear factor of activated T cells or NFAT. The result is a reduced expression of cytokines like interleukin-2, ultimately suppressing T-cell activation and proliferation. This helps prevent organ rejection in transplant patients. Sacralimus exhibits variable oral bioavailability ranging from 5 to 67%. It's extensively metabolized by the liver and the intestines, primarily through the CYP3A4 and CYP3A5 enzymes. Tacrolimus has a high degree of protein binding, approximately 99%, and its half-life ranges from 8 to 43 uh, hours in transplant recipients. Tacrolimus is available in several product formulations. These include immediate release capsules, um, which is called ProGraph, extended release capsules, which is Astagraph XL, and extended release tablets, which is Enviruses XR. It also comes in intravenous formulation for patients unable to tolerate oral medications. Tacrolimus is FDA approved for the prevention of organ rejection in patients receiving allogenic kidney or liver transplants. It's typically used in combination with other immunosuppressive agents such as corticosteroids and mycophenolate. For kidney transplant, um, the starting oral dose of immediate release tacrolimus is usually 0.05 to 0.1 mg per kilo per day divided into two doses given every 12 hours. If starting with mycophenolate, we use the 0.05 mg per cake per day divided in two doses. If uh, started with uh, azathioprine, we lean towards the higher dose which is 0.1 mg per kilo per day divided into two doses given every 12 hours. 
For liver transplantation, the starting oral dose is generally 0.10 to 0.15 mg per kilo per day divided into two doses given every 12 hours. Conversion from immediate release to extended release. Initiate the extended release treatment with a once daily dose that is 70% to 80% of the total daily dose of immediate release tacrolimus. In the US, um, the extended release is not approved for use in liver transplantation due to, the, due to an increase in mortality in, um, in female liver transplant recipients receiving the extended release. Proper administration of tacrolimus is crucial for optimal absorption and efficacy. Immediate release tacrolimus should be taken consistently either with or without food, as food can affect its absorption. It is best to avoid grapefruit and grapefruit juice while on tacrolimus, as they can increase blood levels of the drug, potentially leading to toxicity. For extended release formulations, um, it should be taken on an empty stomach at least one hour before or two hours after a meal. Envarsis XR, on the other hand, can be taken with or without food, but it's essential to maintain consistency in how it's taken. Remember, tacrolimus is a narrow therapeutic index drug which means that small changes in dose or blood levels can lead to significant changes in response both in terms of efficacy and side effects. Therefore, it's crucial to monitor tacrolimus trough levels regularly, typically aiming for a target range of 4 to 12, although it, this is made um, this may vary depending on specific transplant uh, center's protocol and patient population. If unable to swallow capsules, the content of the immediate release capsules may be mixed with water and flushed through a nasogastric tube. Um, you have to clamp the nasogastric tube for 30 to 60 minutes after administration. The dosing for immediate release capsules is not equivalent to dosing of Nvarsus XR. When switching from Nvarsus XR to IR capsules for nasogastric administration, consider administering a 20% to 30% higher total daily dose of immediate release tacrolimus. If unable to um, Swallow capsules, the other way is to um, administer sublingually at a reduced dose by um, opening the IR capsule, same as the nasogastric, and placing the contents of the capsule under the tongue, allowing contents to completely dissolve. The patient should swallow or should avoid swallowing for 5 to, 10 to 15 minutes and avoid oral intake for 15 to 30 minutes. Also, avoid mechanical suctioning for at least 30 minutes after administration.
caregivers should don two pairs of gloves while handling contents of capsules. Um, tacrolimus, like other immunosuppressant agents, comes with potential side effects. Some common side effects include nephrotoxicity. Um, tacrolimus can cause kidney dysfunction, which is why monitoring kidney functions such as serum creatinine and GFR or glomerular filtration rate is essential. Neurotoxicity, um, tacrolimus may cause tremors, which is very common, in toxicity, headache, um, and in rare cases, seizures. Monitoring for these symptoms is important and dose adjustments may be necessary if these side effects occur. Um, tacrolimus can also cause high blood pressure, so regular monitoring and appropriate antihypertensive therapy are crucial for patients receiving me this medication. Hyperglycemia and new onset diabetes mellitus, tacrolimus can impair glucose control, leading to elevated blood sugar levels and in some cases, new onset diabetes. Monitoring blood glucose levels and providing appropriate interventions are necessary for affected patients. And lastly, there may be some gastrointestinal symptoms. In, uh, some patients may experience nausea, diarrhea, or abdominal pain while on tacrolimus. These side effects can often be managed with symptomatic treatment and dose adjustments as needed. That's it for today's episode on tacrolimus, the transplant powerhouse. Remember, um, proper administration, monitoring, and management of side effects are very important for successful outcomes in transplant patients. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to Transplant RPH for more transplant pharmacotherapy content. I'm April, the transplant pharmacist, and I'll catch you in the next episode. Take care.